up, y'all? What's up? What's going on? What's going on? It's your girl, Mills the Virgo here. You're listening to Mills Speaks. Alright. So, this one... Okay. I think this beat was created along with a slew of others um, around the time when I got, like, a brand new like a brand new music program and I was testing out sounds and testing out stuff and um so yeah so yeah it was this is this is uh it's called tribal drum track so I don't know probably shortened it to tribal at some point so I love this one um this is a really good background beat I, I, I couldn't find anyone that could do anything with it rap on it sing on it whatever so it's a really good sound, good sounding beat, I think, not necessarily one that you can do much with outside of, you know, pre and post production type stuff. So, um, welcome, we'll bring that down now, just a, a bit, so that, um, you can hear me better, that, that I don't have to, like, scream. Anyway, um, so yeah, what's up y'all, this is, uh, was May, May the 19th. 2019, um, May is, is, is plugging away there, I, I swear, it seems like, um, time moves so fast, uh, I don't even understand how it's already, we're, we're already at the, uh, what, the three-quarter part of May, I think we have, like, a quarter left this week, will put us at the end, right, because Monday is, Memorial Day or next Monday, not this coming Monday, y'all, so don't get twisted. Um, well, whenever you listen to it, don't be confused. Next Monday is um, Memorial Day, so that's dope. I actually put in a bit of time. Um, I will have an elongated, okay, <laughs> um, uh, time off or vacation or whatever. Um, I want to go and, and see my family and check out my friends and stuff like that, go to the beach, take some pictures, um, get some good food, good seafood, all of that, I'm, I'm here for it all, okay, so, um, so yeah, I'm really excited just to get this week over, okay, four days down, that's all I gotta do, um, so I'm really excited for that, um, so let's just go ahead and get started, shit, um, I'll go ahead and start with, on my sheet here, I don't have a lot written down, but it's a lot of conversation, because I just have, like, a bunch of, like, hash, hashes underneath main topics, so we'll, we'll get through it and see what we can do. Plus, in this episode, I'm gonna do the, um, Avengers Endgame review at the end, um, like I did last week with the Us review, or two weeks ago, depending on whenever that was, I can't remember, um... So, first, I want to just first talk about Golden State Warriors, because the game was last night, and, um, again, this is the third game, um, actually, this is the fourth game where they played without Kevin Durant, so those of you who are not aware and don't follow sports, that's okay, I'll make it really quick, and I'll make it really simple. Golden State Warriors are the reigning champs, they've won the past, um, four championships out of, um, excuse me, three championships out of the past four years, um, they have a reputation of playing 
really good during the regular season, getting to the postseason, and something falls apart. There's either a catastrophic injury, um, there's, um, you know what, there, that's it. That is, there is no something. There's always a catastrophic injury that almost prohibits the team from being able to win. Um, so yeah, that's what we had with, um, this season already. Um, I remember saying in like the second round with Golden State, I remember saying, oh wow, Steph's not even hurt. I said, we're looking good. You know, so we don't have these problems this year. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Yeah. Okay. First game of the Houston series, which is last series. Um, Steph was playing and bam, his middle finger was dislocated, going a completely different other direction. That was also the same game that James Harden got scraped across both eyes, and he was out there looking like Red Eye, you know what I mean? I don't know who Red Eye is, but you're just going to make him up. He looks hideous. Okay, um, <laughs> he, um, so that was a rough game, but I said, you know what, that shit didn't matter. That, that finger issue is a problem, because obviously he shoots the ball for a living, but I think that, um... He managed to, to, to work within that, that issue. Um, so they wrapped that um, series up pretty quickly by all accounts because everybody thought it was going to go to Game 7 because in Game, what, 5? Kevin Durant went up for a, a jump shot. I think he even made it. And then he came back down and he looked around like somebody had punched him in his damn calf. Um, looked around like, who the fuck? Um... And I saw that that look one time before, and it wasn't good. And that was when Kobe Bryant went to do he went to do a basketball move, a regular basketball move. Same thing happened, and he grabbed it. And he was like, "What the hell? What the hell?" And that was an Achilles. That was a ruptured Achilles. So obviously, when everybody saw him go down with that and limp off, they were like, "Oh God, that's an Achilles!" But it was really just um, a calf strain. But apparently, this calf strain was to keep him out of that last series and could keep him out of this series, which could allow him to be brought back for, um, for, um, what is it, um, for the, for the finals, the finals, when they go against whoever, presumably if they win, which I'm assuming that they will, um, they will go up against whoever wins the series between Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors. Backstory on them, they're about to play momentarily here in about the next 20 minutes. They're about to play, and I have no real faith in Toronto. They're down 0-2. They're going to Toronto now to play two games at home, so hopefully they can even it up and make it a series. But otherwise, I really don't have much confidence in these guys. I mean, these guys are not shooting the ball. I mean, I think I saw them play as a more cohesive unit before, but I don't know what the hell's going on here. I honestly am confused. Seriously. But anyway... Um, so we'll see how this all plays out. Tomorrow night, Golden State plays again. And if they can wrap this up, um, and sweep the Trailblazers, that would be ideal for everybody's health, I think, at this point. Um, uh, last night, Golden State was down by 18, if I'm not mistaken, and I was fighting my sleep like hell. I was like, God, I'm trying to stay up, I'm trying to stay up. I had already had some drinks, okay? I had some, you know, had, had a good time. I said, all right, I'm trying to stay up, trying to stay up. And I fell asleep on it, but I knew to go ahead and record it when it came back on so that I could at least watch it, you know, see, you know, how things actually went. And I did that. 
I did wake up to see that Golden State had won the game, um, and handily. Um, so, in the third quarter, everybody knows with Golden State, the third quarter is where it's at. They always, um, come back in the third quarter. Um, I don't give a damn if they're down by 20, 22, 30, okay? In the third quarter, you better watch the fuck out, okay? Just watch out. And it's not even like they go on some onslaught. Like, it's just little things that start to happen. It's little shit start happening. All of a sudden, bam, you the, the ball bounced off your foot. Now you turn the ball over. Okay, okay. Now they got the ball. Now they passing it around. They passing it around and stuff. You you got a good blocker playing good defense on Steph. He gives the ball up. He runs around the entire court. You're not paying attention. By the time he's got back, they're throwing the ball to him. He's making the three over here. Bam. That's happening. Okay, cool. Now he's made the three. Now you guys have the ball. You're going to inbound it. Somebody's going to be down here to take the ball or put apply pressure. So, so you have to be completely... Um, cognizant of everything in the third quarter when playing Golden State. And I'm here to tell you right now, uh, the, the Trailblazers were not. They were not cognizant of a motherfucking thing. They did not give a shit. It looked like they gave up. They were like, you know what, guys? Alright, they're starting to come back. Fuck it. Because this happened last time and we lost. So fuck it. Right? That's what it looked like. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, Draymond is definitely playing crazy right now. Steph is out of control. Uh, Andre Iguodala is dope. He did go down with a calf injury last game, but I think he'll be okay, hopefully. Um, yeah, man. I, I just I love that team. I love the way they play, and I know everybody's rooting against them, and I'm good with that because they won a lot in the past few years. But um, I just need them to win one more. If they can get the three-peat out, Kevin Durant can leave. Um, Steph's got four rings. That's one more than LeBron. One less than Kobe, he can make himself up to the five rings. I'll allow him to be in the same space as I have Kobe Bryant. We'll see about that, though. We'll see about that. All right, I'm going I'm to go ahead and move from basketball because I know that a lot of you guys did not come here for that. So, I'm sorry. Um, all right. So, the first thing I have written up here is Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, good old South, taking care of business, telling women what they can and cannot do with their bodies. Um... It's like I want to touch on this. Obviously, I need to talk about this, but it's like I feel like everybody's had their opinion on this, and I just, I, I just don't understand. I mean, my comments from last week when Georgia signed this bill um, is, are the same. They're the exact same. My only part, the only part I, I can't stand about this more. Uh, more so than they did the Georgia one was that these all of these Alabama Republican um, guys are coming out talking about rape and and it's just amazing to me how they feel like rape is just another thing like rape rape culture is so real but rape is so common in, in America that there is a subset of men who believe that it just is what it is oh women should just eh, well you know it's okay and yeah, if she gets pregnant, well, you know, that's just something you're just going to have to deal with, you know? It's just okay. It's all right. What? What are you talking about? What are y'all talking about? I think they're even trying to pass a law or a bill to to redefine what consent is. Like, oh, you can't, you can't take consent away or you can't say that you no longer consent to sex if you're in the middle of the act type stuff like hold up hold up shouldn't we be making laws that protect the victims 
instead of the um, aggressors, i.e. the men. So, it's just amazing to me. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of aggravated with the whole situation. And it's like, I want to be upset at this. I really do. And I am upset. Don't don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm very much upset with the whole ordeal. But it's like, I can't help but think, if this is one thing that they have us very upset about, what is the big thing that we should all really be paying attention to? Is this the distraction? You know what I mean? Like, what what should we really be paying attention to? Like, what is Trump doing? What's Trump doing right now? Anybody know? Like, if you guys know what he's doing and you know what's going on at the local level, that's cool. But I kind of feel like sometimes we focus on one thing at a time as opposed to looking at things holistically. Um, so, I, I don't know. They're definitely coming for Roe versus Wade. I said that last week. And, um... I don't know, it's, it's very frustrating, it's very frustrating to, to know that it's not even, like I said before, it's not even just these men telling women what, what to do, it's these women out here that are subscribing to it, it's like, even that lame-ass Tommy Lauren um, had to, to come out and be like, some of these things are way too restrictive, blah, 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 blah. well, I mean, well, thanks, Tommy, for finally seeing something. But, I mean, that, that's not nearly the point. The point is is that there's too many women who aren't saying what they should be saying, you know. And I think I read something, and they were talking about how, you know, there's a certain subset of women that voted for Trump, that were against Hillary, that, you know, would support this abortion ban. And it's like, that subset of women are so dangerous. And it's like, you all know who they are. You all know people like this. You know what I'm saying? These are the same women who would say, oh, the teachers don't need to be going on strike because they don't need to be da-da-da-da-da, the kids da-da-da-da, as opposed to being like, yeah, these teachers need to get paid so that they can, you know, make sure that they're totally there while they're teaching my child life lessons and academia, okay? You know what I mean? Um, these are the same women who, you know... Uh, who call the police on people who, you know, are just living their lives, and then when they get attacked for doing so, then they are now the victim. You know, these women are aggravating. I have not assigned a race to these women, because this there's no real race that applies. I mean, there's a majority race that applies. But I've come to find that there's several women across the spectrum of this thing we call race, um that think this way and that support this man and support these things and it's very disheartening because it's like god damn can we get some solidarity somewhere <laughs> you know what i mean and i just i want this to be a lesson to black people because we are very hard on ourselves and on our people oh we can never be unified don't worry don't worry women can't get unified either okay so don't worry it's not just a black a black race thing it's a it's a fucked up people thing is what it is um it's a i know that what's happening is wrong but because this aligns with the group that i identify with i have to go with it as opposed to saying i identify with this group but i do not agree with the way that you're acting i do not agree with these bills that you're passing i do not agree that you can tell me when and when i can and cannot have a baby 
You see what I'm saying? Um, you know, you need women that have balls for that. And it's not a lot of women out here who have balls for that, especially the ones that are out here. Like the, the, the woman, the, the, the mayor, excuse me, the governor of Alabama is a woman and she signed this bill. So this is, these, these are the problems that I have. Like, what, what are we doing? What are we actually doing? You know what I mean? And just like, you know, several people have pointed out, if you guys really gave a shit about these kids, then you wouldn't have these homeless kids, you wouldn't have these um, education issues, you know, these states wouldn't be so high, so, high or low, depending on how you look at the number, so low in education, like I think Alabama, South Carolina, Georgia, you know, all of these states, we're, we're very, very low. Uh, as it pertains to the other states, you know, in education, okay? So if you guys really gave a shit about these kids, you would actually invest in education, you know, pay the fucking teachers, okay? Get some fucking books. Make sure everybody can have an iPad, you know? Make sure everybody has the ability to get to all of the knowledge so that we can take the tests and, and test out perfectly and do all of the stuff. But no, you guys don't give a shit about these kids. All you care about is telling these women how they can and cannot treat their bodies. And what you really care about is, and Charlemagne hit it on the head when he said it, um, it's really all about self-preservation. You want to, um, you want to keep the, the poor people, you know, the black and brown people away from being able to, um, do legal abortion so that they'll go on and do something dangerous, hopefully kill themselves, um, you know, you want to leave this to the people who are always going to be able to have the money, okay, always going to be able to have the resources to get an abortion, I mean, I think about Dirty Dancing, y'all ever seen the movie Dirty Dancing? Y'all know that old girl had, like, an abortion, right? That, that's what it was about. Uh, the, the, the dancer, uh, Patrick Swayze's partner, she had abortion. And the dude, you know what I'm saying, like, obviously it was a horrible experience. And they needed a real doctor to take care of her. But yeah, that is, there's always going to be these abortions. There's always going to be this type of um, shit going on. You can't stop that. But what you can stop is the ability for people to get treated properly and that's the goal the goal is not to give the dollars to treating this you're not against you know you're not against just abortion when you say you're against Planned Parenthood or you're against pro-choice it's not just abortion in that box you're against all of the things that these things um that like Planned Parenthood provides you know what I'm saying like sex ed you know um condoms okay pay for pap smears they pay for these clinics to be able to um do exams you know for the you know less fortunate all of these things all planet parent planned parenthood funds so many things um and being pro-choice isn't just yes to abortions like i'm pro-choice i believe in a woman's right to choose I know that for me, in my, in, at this stage of my life, I'm not having an abortion unless the, you know, the baby is in a compromised situation or me and the baby will die if we continue on. You know, if there's anything like that, like, I'm going to go ahead and have an abortion. But otherwise, I mean, I'm a 35-year-old woman. There's no need for me to have an abortion. I, I allowed in my mind abortions to be for people who um were too young to have children okay um people who 
were either raped or, you know, sexually abused or whatever, you know, so yes, that falls into that, and then, if you just, if that's what you feel you should do with your life, like, those are the only three, and that covers absolutely every reason, what I don't agree with are the people who did and do use abortion as a form of, of uh, birth control, you see what I'm saying, uh, and abortions and plan B's go hand in hand with that, okay, if you're constantly on a plan B, that's a problem, that's a you problem, okay, <laughs> that's a you problem, and you need to go ahead and fix that, you know, but otherwise, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and tell somebody that they shouldn't have an abortion, that's what you feel, like, you should do, that's what you feel like you need to do, then do what you need to do, I have two very close friends of mine who had abortions, and I remember that one of them in particular, she didn't want to tell me that she had had one, she, she, one, she didn't want to tell me she was pregnant, and two, she didn't tell me she was, you know, she was going to have one, and I told her, I said, I don't even understand how you could think that I would judge you like that, I know, and we were like, we were in college, so we had to be like 20, we weren't 21 yet, ouch, they were 18, 19 or 20, between 19 and 20, bruh, I mean, I know a lot of people have kids at that age, but given where our life was at right there, that, that was not an option, like, if I were to have gotten pregnant at that time, I would have tried my hardest not to tell my parents, and I would have been like, okay, where can I go to have this abortion, <laughs> like, where can I go, because I cannot do that right now, that is not in the plan, right, um, so, obviously, that's, that's my youth talking, and right now, like I said, in, in my 35-year-old life right now, if I'm smashing some young fella, okay, um, and then, you know, I get pregnant because that's what happens when you have sex sometimes, especially if it's unprotected or, you know, spur of the moment or whatever, okay, um, that's a possibility that, you know, you can get pregnant, so, you know, that's just the reality of the situation, me as a 35-year-old, I, I totally get it, and I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I'm pregnant, I'd be like, oh wow, finally, finally, right, <laughs> but, um, you know, so those are the, the, the three things, or three categories that I've based abortions to be acceptable, like I said, if that's what you feel like you should do with your life, that's one, two, if you're too young, and three, if you was raped, so, again, but again, so, that's me being pro-choice, but again, like I said, I don't agree with people just doing it just to, you know, oh god, I got, oh god, you know what I'm saying, and this is like a constant thing, you know, like, I don't agree with that, I don't agree, I think if you've had, if you've had three, four, five, six, seven abortions, bruh, that's, that's a you problem, that's a you problem, I think, um, but you know, again, but again, I still won't judge that girl, I still won't judge that girl, because, no matter how easy people think the decision to, you know, have an abortion is, it is not an easy decision. That is not, I, I, I can, I have never been through it myself, but I can guarantee you guys it's not an easy decision to make. So, you know, what I have to say to that is consider that when you're judging these women for doing what they need to do to make sure that their life is okay. 
because again we ain't talking about y'all just talking about this fetus y'all just talking about this this baby okay y'all just talking about this baby y'all ain't talking about aftercare right you're not talking about aftercare you're not talking about how you're gonna come at me and you're gonna be mad at me and you're gonna try to shame me for needing public assistance because I'm not going to have the support that I would have in an otherwise, you know, more comfortable or stable situation. You know, that's kind of what I was trying to avoid, which is why I needed the abortion, but you wouldn't allow me to get it. So now I've got this kid and I'm not stable and I have a situation now. Now I may need public aid. I don't know a parent uh, I don't know a parental unit or a parent who was in these types of situations who did not need public aid. I mean, when I was a kid in the 80s, my mother had food stamps and, you know, wick for me and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just real. So, let's not sit here and act like you know, this this shit isn't necessary and needed by everybody, you know. So you want to come at me about that? You're going to try to cut Medicare, Medicaid, you know, you don't want me to do, you know, what I have to do to take care of the kid, but you damn sure didn't want me to not have the kid. But now that the kid is here, it's like, fuck you and that kid. So, so thanks government, right? So I don't, I don't know, guys, this is just, it's just a disaster. It's just a disaster, Okay. Georgia and South Carolina, because South Carolina's already introduced this, I think, or signed the bill, um, but I think it's way, and it went to the courts. Um, Georgia has signed the bill. Um, while all of that had happened, Georgia, excuse me, Alabama said, you know what? Y'all did that? Oh, hold my fucking beard. I can do one, I could do you one better. I could do you one better. There's no abortions, even if she was raped. Bam. So, you know, I don't know, man. It's just, it's very frustrating. And it's like, I want to fight the good fight, but I also just want to move to a state that's not stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I almost feel like that would be easier, but then realistically, that's just a temporary issue. That's just like putting a Band-Aid over a broken arm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not going to help a damn thing. Um, So it's like, we got to figure out how we can fight this fight. I don't even understand how, but we got to figure something out because clearly there is an attack on a lot of different things right now, and um, it's just stupid. Everybody's being stupid. All of these laws are being stupid. It's all stupid. So, I hope, and hopefully you guys are paying attention to these presidential candidates, you know, all of these people that are running right now. Hopefully... You guys are asking good questions if you're in the same spaces with these people. You're asking good questions like, okay, so what are you guys planning on doing about this? Obviously, the government can't get too involved in state's business, but at the same time, what do you guys plan to do about this? (laughs) What do you plan to do about this? Like, seriously. So, you know, we'll see about that. I'm going to move off of that because that's just going to piss me off more. Alright, so last week, y'all, I think I complained heavily about the fact that I um, had no good music. I was bored as fuck. I I didn't know what to listen to. I was tired of listening to the same playlist that I had created, all of that stuff. And then, like, poof, in in a matter of, like, a week and a half, I received, like, maybe four, five, six you know, bits of album, you know, bits of music pe- from various people, um, few albums, um, few songs released, all of that stuff. So, 
so the first album that I definitely have been killing has been um, Ari Lennox, um, Shea Butter Baby. So you guys know the Shea Butter Baby song because I, I used it um, for the background on one of the earlier episodes. I want to say I used it for either episode 7 or 8. I can't remember right now. I know it was Ari Lennox and Mariba. Those are the two episodes, but I just don't remember which one was Ari. But um, Shea Butter Baby... It's a song featuring J. Cole, and, um, and then she named the album Shea Butter Baby. She's got, what, 12 songs on here? Um, this whole album is a fucking vibe. It's a fucking mood. It's, it's, um, I told, I told Rachel, I said, I said, Ari's going through that late 20s struggle right now. Um, the late 20s struggle, which is, okay, I've done a, a, a small piece of work. I've done a small piece of life, and this shit is not working out. What the fuck can I do better, right? Um, so when you graduate from college and you're like 20, 21, or 21, 22, and you've got this education that you've worked four years or four and a half years, five years, depending on how great of a student, a scholarly, academic you've been, um, you know, whatever, you, on average, four years, right, um, to finish up, like, um, took me four and a half, you up. um, you know, so you, you, you put the time in for this, and you've made the effort, put the effort in, you've done the internships, you've done the, um, work-study jobs, you've worked, you've worked, you've done all of the stuff, you've done the papers, okay, you've done the projects, all of that shit, you've done the drinking, okay, you've done everything, and now it's over, so, so now you're like, okay, cool, so, um, for me, I got out of school, I went straight to Verizon, and I worked there for a while, and that was like a real person job, like a, an adult job, so I got bored very quickly, because I, being on the phone sucks, if you guys have ever worked a cost in a job, that shit is the worst, like, I mean, a constant, always on the phone, always busy, always bitching, always busy, always bitching, always on the phone job is the worst, like, I just can't, and so, I saw early that if you could get out of you know, being on the phones, and you could go into, you know, other, you know, departments, other things, that you could be off the phone, you could work in a call center, you could have your corporate environment, and not have to deal with the bullshit on the phone, and the quality, and the stats, and all of that kind of stuff, you know, so, um, I tried my hardest, I could never get to that level, so I ended up leaving the call center, I was like, fuck it, you know, um, at that point, I was like, what am I doing with my life at this point? Um, I left that job. I ended up getting a job at Walmart making, doing, um, being a cashier, and then I eventually moved to the cash office, and the salary drop was, um, extremely apparent, um, but I've never been afraid myself of leaving a job that's paying more to go to one that's paying less, especially if you can gain some sort of, um, sanity. Now, I realize a lot of people don't have that freedom or ability because some people have, like, kids, and you, and when you have those constant bills like that, um, you you have to make decisions for them, not necessarily you, you know? But I don't have those issues, so this is how my life went, okay? Um, so I... Um, basically left that and said, okay, I'm going to go do something 
um, in my eye, my view, menial, right? Less than, right? So that I can do that and feel like I'm actually working for my dollar. The problem with that is, is that I was working for it, all right, but I wasn't making it, right? Um, so I got sucked back into the call center trap again getting out of the Walmart retail business. I said, okay, fine, I'll just leave there, go back to a call center. I know this life. All right, this is a more um, acceptable paycheck, okay? Um, This is much better. All of this is great, right? I didn't last there at all. Didn't last long at all, period. I finally fell into a job after that where I didn't have to talk to people. I could be in my computer all day. I could listen to my music, and I could enjoy my day. It was perfect. I was there five years, and then they uh, shut down, and then I had to go back to finding a job. And I, you know, I was I was very picky. I didn't want to do customer service. I didn't want to answer phones. I didn't want to do any of that stuff. I probably could have worked much quicker than I did had I just taken what had come to me as opposed to waiting around but waiting around allowed me um a job that paid me pretty good to be at home to be a support rep so i did have to take some phone calls i did some chats you know i'm not a fan of it i wasn't a fan of it but you know i did what i had to do i did what i had to do in that situation and then eventually i got to the job that i'm at now and I, I enjoy this because while I do have to talk to people on the phone from time to time, it's not a constant, like, you hang up, bam, it's another call, you hang up, bam, it's another call, you hang up, bam, it's another call, you know. It's none of that. It's, I have a desk, you know what I'm saying? And this, you're calling my actual desk, an actual person, not just in the queue. And you're like, oh, I got, I got meals today, right? You're calling those specifically for a reason. So... I can get jiggy with it. I mean, I still would prefer not to talk to people at all, period. But, you know, you gotta do what you gotta, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know. But that is part of the, the late 20s struggle. Because, see, if I were in my late 20s, I'd be like, oh, no, I got to get another job. But, see, I'm in my mid-30s now, and I've been through that. And so, and I, I realize that it just is what it is, you know, because I'm going to come home, and I'm going to enjoy my, my beer or my cider and whatever else. I'm going to enjoy my time, and it's going to be what it is. So I'm not going to be aggravated at work. I'm going to come home, I'm going to not be aggravated, right? So it doesn't even matter. So that's, my mindset is so different now, right? So listening to this album is reminiscent of a time where I, you know, I totally understand. There's a song called Broke. There's a song called Up Late. Uh, of course, Shea Butter Baby's dope. Um, New Apartment is dope. Um, lots of songs that kind of put you in that 20s mindset of just reckless living if you weren't living super reckless in your 20s um one way or or another okay because there's lots of different ways to live reckless i'm not sure you did your 20s right or maybe you did do your 20s right and maybe we just all did ours wrong who knows um but yeah so check out the ari linux shea butter baby album it's dope you will enjoy it especially if you enjoy a fucking vibe um, and enjoy to vibe out. This song is perfect. Like, I envision me putting this album on, like, driving down home, taking the back 
the back rows, the scenic route. I envision just putting this album on and then just being able to vibe the fuck out all the way home for the next whatever amount of time this album lasts. Um, so, it's dope. Um, next album would be Lizzo. Uh, so hopefully you guys know about Lizzo. Um, if you don't, that's, I am, that's fine, I guess. Um, but Lizzo is, uh, she's a big girl, she plays the flute, she twerks, and she sings. And, um, she's fantastic. And she's always naked for some reason. I'm not sure why she's always so naked. Um, but that album came out, um, maybe a few weeks back. Yeah, this came uh, literally a month ago. So April 19th it came out. Um, this is a really good album. I enjoyed it tremendously. I didn't think I would because a lot of her songs are just big and loud. But, no, she's, she's dope. She's funny. Um... She's interesting. So, that's an album for you guys. Um, this week, DJ Khaled released his album. Um, I think it's called Father of Asad, if I'm not mistaken. I'm just trying to get to it. Yep. It's called Father of Asad. We've got approximately, what, 15 songs on here? Uh, two songs on here that um, we already heard last year. Um, Top Off with Jay-Z and Beyonce and Future, and then No Brainer with Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper and whoever else is on that stupid song. Um, but, so Friday morning, um, the album must have been released around midnight or so, I guess. I don't know. Friday morning, I wake up. Back and do, do what I do, get back in bed, open up my little Instagram, you know, and there's this video out. There's a video out for Hire, which is the song with Nipsey Hustle and John Legend. And the song was so uh, soulful, so inspiring. I was just like, oh my god, yeah. It actually brought tears to my eyes watching it and listening to Nipsey's rhymes, listening to John Legend sing, like, the whole thing's a vibe. And, um, it's, it's, I think it was needed. It was a needed, it was needed. Because I think we just, we need some kind of closure from that Nipsey thing. We're never gonna really get it, because it's no closure to get, I guess. But this was a nice attempt at some closure with Nipsey, you know, so, it's dope, if you, if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to the song, it's great, Nipsey talks about his kids, he talks about his parents, his grandparents, he talks about how his, his grandmother, um, had his uncle, and then had 10, like, uh, 10 abortions, I mean, excuse me, 10 miscarriages after that, or a miscarriage every year, for, like, 10 years, and then got pregnant with his mother, and they were like, oh no, this isn't gonna, you know, it's not gonna work, but obviously, obviously she had Nipsey's mother, um, you know, and what a life she has, you know, those of you who, uh, had an opportunity to, you know, to see her, she's, she's got a light in her, tremendous, and, uh, that story makes perfect sense, um, he talks about that, he talks about a lot of things that's on, you know, on the album, he talks a lot of stuff on that one song. So it's really, um, it's really inspirational. And then the beat is so stupid. Like, the second verse, the beat totally, um, switches up. And I'm just like, oh my god. It's, like, disgusting at that point. So, I love it. Um, there's a few songs on this album that I really can get with. There's a, there's, like, a string of songs on the album between 
from number two all the way down to seven. Seven is the higher song. So number two is Cardi B, 21 Savage, 21, um, with Wish Wish, um, Jealous with Chris Brown, Lil Sean, uh, Big Sean, and Lil Wayne. Um, there's a song called Just Us that has the, um, sample from, um, oh man, what is the song? Hold on, let me just play it right quick, because I need to know. Right, Miss Jackson, Miss Jackson, and Miss Jackson from uh, Outcast. So, um, it's dope. I I can get with it. The next song after that is called "You Stay," and that's got Meek Mills, J Balvin, Lil Baby, and Jeremiah on it. And let me tell you something. This song right here is a mood. I was like, wow, you know, I, it's different. It's so different, uh, different than what I would expect on this type of album with these types of people. Um, so I was like, okay, I can fuck with that. There's a celebrate song that has grown on me with Travis Scott and Post Malone. I don't like either one of those cats, but this song has definitely grown on me, and I can hear it on the radio already. Um, and then of course there's the higher thing, higher song. There's a song on here called "Won't Take My Soul" that is um, a feature is Nas and CeeLo Green, and I there's two people that I would get to sing on my album if I need somebody to make me, um, to give me the feels. Two people. The first person is John Legend, alright? And the second person is CeeLo Green. Straight up. Straight up. CeeLo Green has a song on, um, Offset's album called North Star. That song is so dope and it's all dope because of CeeLo Green and that voice and the the intention behind the lyrics uh, so yeah CeeLo Green's dope that song is dope um, and there's a few other songs on here but for the most part this is a solid album and, I can, and this is more than I can actually say for most of DJ Khaled's albums because most of it is just like a bunch of songs with a bunch of people you know what I'm saying that he just threw together but this one seemed like he had a vision. It was. It seems more cohesive. It seems more um, adult. Um, and shout out to DJ Khaled for putting Aside in the best position to win. This kid is like executive producer of what two albums I think um, already at a young age. Um, this guy, this kid, will continue to get paid off of these songs and off of these albums. You know when he's grown. You know, well after DJ Khaled has has gone on, you know what I'm saying. Um, so I just I just respect everything about DJ Khaled. Shout out to him. And what I also feel with DJ Khaled is that he's not one of those um, he's not one of those colonizers that comes in and tries to ingratiate himself in the culture and then take 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 and then you know back off. Like, DJ Khaled, been in, been in the culture, done his thing, um, has different, you know, religious beliefs than most people that he's working with, and that works out fine, that's no big deal. We, we are actually very understanding people. (laughs) We're very tolerant, understanding people about certain things, you know, we're not gonna trip. So, I, I just love DJ Khaled for, you know... Just, just for being great and, and keeping keeping it real all the time and keeping it genuine all the time. 
that's, that's a great thing. Um, okay, um, I'm going to move past this. I'm going to ask... Um, oh, wow, I don't have much else outside of the in-game review, which is perfect. So, um, on this on this episode of Who Raised Y'all, I have several questions. Several, several questions. Who raised you people? Why are we having constant conversations about washing in the shower, washing our legs and our feet? What is wrong with y'all? Like, what are you talking about? Like, why would you wash your whole body? Why wash your whole body? Like, your whole body. The entire thing. Like, I don't even understand why that's a question. You know? Some nasty people. Oh. Oh, I only, only wash my legs if, you know, if they're out. If I shaved. You know? Didn't Taylor Swift say, Taylor Swift on, 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 on Ellen, didn't she say that she thought that shaving cream was soap? This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. What is the matter with y'all? What are you talking about? Who raised her? Who raised y'all? Huh? Another question, numbers. Okay? I work in a job where I have to call. I won't, I won't say where I have to call because, you know, I'll just, you know, it's fine. I have to call this place every day to get some numbers. Okay? You know get the dollars all right now nine times out of ten when i call i'll get a response like this oh oh mr miller you've got 795 as your count and the amount is two million three hundred and seventy six thousand seven hundred and ten dollars and thirteen cents okay okay every now and again every now and again I get this. Uh, yes. Your count is 795 uh, 95, uh, claims. And, um, the numbers. It's, uh, 1 million. 12. Um, I'm just gonna give it to, I'm just gonna give you the numbers. 1, comma, 7, 3, 6, comma, 8, 7, 2, point, 7, Three. Bruh, why don't y'all know how to say numbers? Why don't we know the places? Why don't we know the tens, the ones, tens, and the hundreds, and the thousands, and then the millions, and then the trillions, billions, and the trillions? Like, why don't we know this stuff? Okay? Now, I mean, I don't clown anybody. Okay? I don't do it. Because obviously, I've worked in a call center, and when you're under the pressure that you're under, for whatever reason that you're under it, you might not think clearly. Okay? I get it. I get it. But God dang. Get your numbers up. Get your numbers up. And I'm I'm still bugged out about this leg and feet not washing business. I'm just confused about it all. I'm confused about it all. I don't understand. It's like the whole not washing your chicken stuff. What is the matter? Listen, all I have to say is is that when the when the Europeans came from Europe and they came here, did they not bring the bubonic plague? Did they not bring uh, smallpox and measles and all kinds of stuff? That's because the, the motherfuckers didn't wash, man. They didn't clean. They didn't do anything. The Indians had to teach them everything. Huh. Jesus, be a fence. I thought we came far, man. 
I really did. I thought we came far. Shit. Yeah, I digress. Alright. Alright. I'm gonna wrap that part up. I'm gonna wrap that part up because, you know. Oh, oh, I didn't even, I, I have a note down here for the Ari Lennox album that when you listen to it, you're gonna hear, like, the interludes is like a little girl talking, and she is cursing her little heart out. I mean, my favorite one is, my favorite little thing that she says is, let me go check on these goddamn garbanzo beans. <laughs> listen. That's just hilarious. I was like, what is she cursing about? But if you really think about it, because like I said, it's that late 20s struggle. At least that's this is my interpretation. She did not confirm this at all. Um, but that little kid is going through and saying all of these things. And she hits on some really good things throughout the album. Um, the little girl does, that is. And it's just her talking. Because we're all little kids at heart, you know? I'm still a little kid at heart. I'm just doing adult shit, okay? And I'm amazed daily that I can do it, okay? Um, So it's dope. So, But anyway, I I saw that note, and I said I needed to go and put that back up in there. Cool. Um, Okay, so I'm good on everything else. I just want y'all to wash your feet and your legs, and I want y'all to learn your numbers. That's all I want you to do. Um, And now I'm going to move heavily into the Marvel in-game Avengers in-game review. Okay. So I don't have anything written down for this outside of the characters because the movie was really good to me. Um, I've seen it twice in the movie theater. I will not see it a third time. I can't. I, I can't. I will not. And I cannot sit for another three hours. Okay. Um, in these people's movie theater, okay? And I want this to also be a lesson to all the Marvel um, creators. Don't do this again. Do not do this again. Because while we are um, loyalists, okay, don't do this again. Just don't, okay? I shouldn't have to do a a bathroom break in the middle of a movie. Not one time have I ever had to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of a movie. I've been able to hold it like a a big girl, okay? Uh, And I just don't, you know... Just don't do this again. Anyway. Alright, so in-game um, spoilers begin now. Um, I, um... There's lots of deaths. There's lots of uh, things that was wrapped up. There's lots of um, heartbreak. There's lots of tears that occurred for me the second time around. Um, so it's intense stuff. Alright, so let's just jump directly into it. I want to talk... I want to talk about this... Um, holistically but at the same time i want to go through by you know character by character the movie starts with barton so let's just start with hawkeye all right let's start with barton barton's you know teaching his kid how to you know they're shooting arrows and stuff his his other two kids are out in in their land playing around and his wife's fixing hot dogs okay you know they're having a nice little family moment and then you know all of a sudden everybody's fucking evaporated and gone Right, and at first when I watched it the first time, I didn't know what was going. On. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Is Hawkeye losing his damn mind? Did, were they there in the first place?" And I was like, "Oh my god, they got evaporated!" And you know, and it's always, it's always a shock. It doesn't matter that you know that this has happened. It's always a shock because um, it was a shock when at the end of Ant Man when we saw that the um, Doctor 
and his wife and Hope were evaporated. It was a shock then. Like, oh shit, that's right. It was. It's an instant click back to what happened instantly. You're like, shit, that's right. Fuck. Thanos came in here and fucked it up. Oh god. Okay. So, um. So after this all happens, Barton loses his family, and then he starts going crazy, like, he starts going around killing people, um, and becoming, like, a mercenary. I'm not real sure why, but he does it anyway. I guess, um, he's just upset, uh, that he's lost his family. And they eventually find him and, you know, basically get him on their side once they find a, a cure or a fix for this issue, okay? Um, so that's where I'll stop with, with Barton. Black Widow is the one that goes to him and finds him and brings him back. Black Widow, I'm going to go ahead, again, spoiler alert, Black Widow dies uh, in the movie. Uh, She takes the same exact um, death as Gamora, okay? And I'm here to tell you right now, I I, I don't like it. I hate it, actually. (coughs) I hated it. Um, She's the last person I needed to die the last person I needed to die. Um, I didn't care about Clint, honestly. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want him to, I wouldn't want him to die because he's got a family, but it's like, if I had to choose, bro, you was gonna die, okay? (laughs) But that's just me. Um, but, um, she dies uh, when they try to go back and obtain the soul stone because I let me just go through the um, plot of the movie because I feel like that part is missing. So, alright, so here we are. The movie literally picks up from when Thanos uh, snaps his finger and starts evaporating half of all living life um, on the uh, planet, which ultimately is the entire universe. That's what he's done, okay? He, um... He then goes in, into a, a wormhole. He goes someplace else, probably made very, very far away. And then that's it. We don't see Thanos again until the very beginning of the movie. And then they travel to wherever he is, where he's used the stones again. Um, so, of the living Avengers, we have uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. We've got Captain America. We've got Black Widow. We've got... Wow. Uh, Thor. We've got Rocket, who is the raccoon that all Asgardians, including Thor, calls the rabbit, who I now call the rabbit. And I even know that he's a raccoon, but I call him a rabbit. Um, let's see. Nebula, Gamora's sister. She's alive. Um, Tony Stark. Um, Hulk. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, pretty much it. For, as it goes for Avengers. Even though Okoye was in the movie, um, as a point person from Wakanda, um, which is phenomenal. You know, which is phenomenal. Um, but she wasn't, you know, she's not an Avenger, so we just gonna leave her right there. But, shout out to Okoye. Um, you know, Okoye was probably the, the acting king or queen. Acting queen, I would imagine. Oh yeah! Shout out to Okoye. Um. Anyway. Um. So. So yeah. So what happens is. Um. 
they get together, they realize, okay, Thanos has used the, the gauntlet again, they go to wherever he, he is, okay, um, they try to get the, the stones from him, but the stones are gone, he says, which, now that I think about it, after the gauntlet was used, after the gauntlet was used two different times by Hulk and Iron Man, the stones couldn't have been gone, so it's just confusing to me of where the actual stones actually were now that I think about this, but let me go back and I'll tell you what I mean. Um, so they get to the planet, the stones are not in Thanos' uh, gauntlet, he says that he destroyed them. I don't see how, but whatever, like I said, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so they're in there talking to him. Thor has gotten so pissed off that he takes his axe and he cuts Thanos' head off. It's over. He does this right as Thanos tells Nebula, I am sorry, maybe I was a little too hard on you. And then, bam, the head's off. It's like, damn, Nebula don't even get no kind of real closure in life. Um, but anyway, um, so they come back. They leave, and then, you know, they flash forward five years. Um, so five years later, so much has happened. The Hulk is now the Hulk, but he's also Bruce mixed together. The Hulk can talk. He's got personality. He's wearing clothes. Jesus, I mean, he's just got a whole life. It's a whole new thing. Um, Thor has um, set up Asgard, or new Asgard, um, in some part of the world. I'm not sure where. I think it's probably Norway or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure where um, this is, but um, he has gotten fat at this point because all he does is drink beer. He's depressed. He feels like he let the entire universe down because he didn't kill Thanos um, the first time. Um, so there's that, um, which is not. Listen, and you guys know me. I love Thor. He's my favorite, and I do not. And I do not appreciate the fact that he's fat. Okay, cool. What the fuck is this about? But what else, right? Um, I guess I had several movies where I got to see his abs and his V. So I guess it was only right that they end the movie fucked up. But anyway, um, sitting around here looking like a fat ass Duck Dynasty member. But whatever. Um, so. Uh, they go, they collect, they collect Thor, okay? His ridiculous ass. Um, you know, basically bring everybody who's still around together. Tony Stark has figured out, uh, time travel because Ant-Man is back. Um, he was in the quantum realm, um, for five hours, which is equivalent to five years, okay? Um, five years our time, five hours in the quantum realm, because time obviously works different down there, or back there, or whatever you want to say. Um, so he gets, he, he gets in his van, he drives over to S.H.I.E.L.D., and, uh, that's where, um, this whole thing starts. Then they go to, to get Iron Man. Iron Man is now living in the woods, in a nice, comfortable, nice house. He's got money, so, you know, there's no problem there. Um, he's had a baby, a little girl. She's five years old, okay? She's a gorgeous little, little brunette, alright? Him and Pepper and little girl are living a nice, quiet life. And then here come the Avengers trying to avenge shit, you know what I mean? And, um, no, man, it was just great. And so they, um... So they legitimately um, brought him the idea. He, he declined, 
and then they moved on, and then he created the the tech to be able to time travel, and that's where we are with that, right? Um, so, so they decide that they need to get the stones, go back in time to get the stones, so that they can then snap the finger again and bring everybody back. Okay. So you know me. I'm excited about this bringing everybody back yet. Okay. Most person, most the person I'm most excited for them to bring back is Gamora. But the more you think about what they're trying to do, the more you realize Loki's not coming back. Um, Gamora's not coming back. Idris isn't coming back. Everybody who was dead before the snap isn't coming back. <laughs> so anyway, um, so yeah, so that's that's where we are. I I love the time jump sequence myself personally because they all had to jump to different movies and different times and different parts of the movie within the same time to get the stones which is is so fucking dope it's the dopest concept ever but i'm a nerd who loves that kind of shit whereas some people in time you know time travel that's not their that's not their thing but that's mine totally so i don't give a shit so um so closure and story arcs. So this is what we have with closure. Um, so Tony Stark. Let's just do Iron Man because he gets the most closure. Iron Man. Um, they tried to jump back to the first Avenger movie uh, to to capture the Tesseract so that they and the and the scepter so that they could get those two stones. Um, so they could get the power stone and uh, not the power stone. They could get the um, the space stone and they could get the. Um, the Mind Stone, which came out of the Scepter, and they were able to get the Scepter, but they were unable to get the uh, Tesseract because of various stupid shit that happened, right? So, um, they decided to jump back further to go get the Tesseract from 1970, S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, back in the day, and get some more pin Particle which is the stuff that that Ant-Man uses and that they use to time travel too. Of an Ant-Man uses that to get smaller or bigger. Okay? So he jumps back, he meets his dad, his young dad. The dad um his he hasn't even technically been born yet. He's so far back. Um and his dad obviously doesn't recognize him because he doesn't know him at this time and age and place. So, you know, he has has a really good conversation about parenthood and how good of a dad he was and how scared he was as a dad. And his dad also asked him, you know, are you scared, you know, and all of this stuff. So it was a really nice moment between father and son to be able to get that closure. Because those of you who saw um, Captain America 3 and Iron Man 3, he had this longing to be able to have a conversation with his dad. He doesn't have the ability um, he, I think the last conversation he had with his dad was a really bad one, so he, he desperately wanted to change that last conversation, and he got the ability to do that, because that indeed was his last conversation with his dad. Iron Man also dies in the movie. Sorry, guys. Um, Captain, Captain, uh, America, we're gonna move on. Captain America, um... Wow. He he gets his closure at the very end in the most 
awesome way in my view because he actually gets to live an entire life an entire life and that is fantastic for Captain America because obviously if you guys watch the first Captain America and or any of the Captain Americas you'll know that he lost the opportunity of a lifetime to be with the woman that he loves because he crashed into the ice trying to save the world um and he was asleep for 70 years so when he woke up she was she was alive she just was very old didn't remember much and then you know she was you know senile at that point bit of dementia so poor steve poor steve um trying to think of other people who had closure um i don't know if we can count this as close oh thor thor had closure we had to travel back to the second movie in thor to get the um to get the uh reality stone which which was hidden in the ether um which was the um the red stone that's all i can really tell you guys the red stone um the stone was actually uh, or the uh the power itself entered into uh thor's girlfriend i can't remember her name right now i wanted to call her lois lane but that's superman um jane i know that's probably her name is jane i think um so yeah so they had to go back and he had an opportunity to talk to his mother and for those of you who watched thor you'll know that his mom died in the second movie over the um over the ether and basically that stone um and they actually jumped back to the exact day that his mother died and it was such a fantastic scene because because this stuff is not out of the norm for um people who are not of earth the mother was able to discern that you're not the thor that i know okay you're oh you're another thor from another time you see what i'm saying and so i thought that was so dope i was like yes no explanations needed thank god you know um and i also thought that he was able i thought that the fact that he was able to get his hammer back um was dope too because obviously um because obviously uh hella destroyed his hammer in thor ragnarok the third the third thor movie um which was a very traumatizing situation for me personally honestly okay (laughs) i was like wait a damn minute now (laughs) hold the fuck up okay um uh so that was dope that thor got that type of closure um it was really dope for me to see gamora nebula and thanos fighting on the same side we never saw that in the guardians of the galaxy when we're introduced to nebula and um thanos and gamora they all acted independently of one another they didn't seem together or in a cohesive unit um almost immediately because you know gamora gets captured and fooling fooling around trying to get the power stone from quill okay uh she gets captured with with them and they all have to go to jail to the kiln and then uh nebula stays with ronin who is kree okay those of you who've watched captain marvel and guardians of the galaxy understand the kree okay um and then Thanos 
you know, he's a titan. So we we meet all of these people individually. We don't meet them as a cohesive unit. And in this movie, we get to see them fighting together. And I was like, oh wow, that's what you was doing, Gamora. Okay, you know. Um, so I I appreciated that. And then the thought, the thing that kind of tripped me out is that they hate Thanos. Gamora and Nebula equally, they hated him, but it's so crazy, it's almost like Stockholm Syndrome, because they hated him, but they loved him, because, like, when Gamora thought she killed Thanos in Infinity Stone, she cried like a blubbering baby, when, um, Thor cuts his dude's head off, you know, she, uh, Nebula cried like a blubbering baby in this movie, so, it just was really interesting to see how much love they actually have for Thanos, even though he's so fucking horrible, um, which I guess, it just is what it is, I mean, if that's your dad, that's your dad, right? Um, okay, let me see, who else, um, the relationship between Tony and, or Iron Man and Spider-Man, now that was an interesting one for me, because I didn't watch the Spider-Man Homecoming movie, and I still probably won't, I, it's gonna take a lot for me to watch that movie, y'all, I mean, I'm just not interested, um, but if I do watch that movie, that movie, I guess I would see why they are so close, but you know, Iron Man was so hurt when the kid died in the first place, or got evaporated or dusted, is what we're gonna call it, um, you know, he was so hurt about that, and I was like, I get it, because he's a kid, you know, he's, you know, Peter Parker's, what, 15, 16, he's not even, he's not even grown, you know, yet, so, I get it, but it just seems so crazy, and so, you know, they, when he came back, okay, you know, it was just like this huge embrace, it was just amazing, um, so, um, so needless to say, I'll stop with the closures and such, but needless to say, they go back in time to all the different times, they get all of the stones, including the soul stone, which Clint brings back without Natasha, because Natasha dies to get the soul stone, someone has to die, which I was mad at Nebula because she she knew that shit and she should have said something. She'd be like, yo, whoever goes, somebody gotta die. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, let's take a random person or something. I don't know. No, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that would have worked anyway because it's gotta be somebody that you love. It's a sacrifice, you know? So, um, so yeah. Um, so yeah. So once, once, uh, the Hulk snaps his finger, once they get all the rings, the Hulk can do it because, you know, he's the biggest and most powerful. The Hulk snaps his finger and brings everybody back. Okay? Brings everybody back. Not even five minutes in, dog. This Thanos, because, and I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't properly set this up. Gamora. The reason why we even see the three of them together, Gamora, Nebula, and Thanos, is because we had to get the scene in where the Gamora, the, the Nebula from the past that we see here with these two, her little, cause, because she's like mechanical, she's, she's like a, she's put together, okay, she's mechanical, she's a robot, part human, part robot, I don't know, but anyway, she's got, she's got a, she's got a motherboard, okay, alright, she's got a computer, okay, so, um, because, 
because the um, frequencies were too close, they were able to tap into each other's consciousness. Um, so this happened in front of Gamora and Thanos, and they were able to see uh, exactly what the uh, current day Nebula was seeing and doing and talking about. So they were able to see this plan. They were able to see all of the stuff that had happened. So once the Hulk snapped the finger, the old Nebula um, and the new Nebula, they go and kidnap the, 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 uh, the Nebula. They go and pick her up, okay? If she would have simply jumped when, uh, when Brody jumped, okay, then, you know, she'd have been fine. But no, she bullshit around and got tapped in and got hacked in, and then that's what the situation was. So, so they, they knew where she was, they went and picked her up, so now you got two nebulas. The mean nebula, the nebula that, you know, from the past here, she, she switches out with the current nebula it comes back to current day okay as soon as the uh gauntlet is snapped by the hulk she lets thanos in okay thanos comes in bruh and they completely and utterly trash shield like it reminded me of when they dropped the, the bomb when they bombed the um in Captain America 2, Winter Soldier, when Captain America and Natasha went to Jersey to look at some stuff, and they knew where they were at, they came and they sent a missile, and they completely blew it up, it was just like that, it was just like when Tony and um, Iron Man 3, it was just like when he gave his address out, you know, in an interview or something, because he was mad about his friend getting attacked, and they came and they shot up his Malibu house, like, they completely bombed the fuck out of it, and everybody thought he was dead, like, it was just like that, it was so catastrophic, I was like, oh my god, where are y'all, so, basically, I'm glad that they didn't have this fight in Wakanda again, that's, that's my main thing, um, but, you know, they really messed up DC, so, there's that. Or New York. I'm not sure where that compound was. I think that compound is actually in New York. So they fucked New York up real bad. As usual. Um, <laughs> uh, so once that happens, it's on and popping. And then there's Thor, there's Iron Man, and then there's Captain America. And they're up here fighting, and they're fighting, and they're fighting. And um, this really awesome moment happens when they're fighting and fighting. And Thor, you know... Captain America is, like, wielding Thor's hammer, and it's like, oh, I knew that nigga was worthy, I knew he was worthy, you know, it was just dope, so, um, so that was a cool moment, but the best moment, obviously, and for me, I was very concerned, I was like, okay, it's the three of y'all, y'all are, uh, getting beat the fuck down, and what is going on, and now they have now brought out all of the, um, all of the, you know, all of the, the, the minions from Thanos' ship, they're all coming, it's a whole army, and I'm like, okay, what we gonna do here, what we gonna do here, and, um, at that moment, that's when, um, the radio comes in on Captain America's earpiece, and it's Sam, and he's like, on your left, on your left, 
and then all of a sudden all these portals open up from Doctor Strange and then all of these people walk out the first group of people that walk out is motherfucking um, Okoye T'Challa and Shuri okay and I was just like yeah let's go okay and uh, so yeah no it was um it was a pretty epic moment. That that moment is epic when all of the people come back and Ant Man and the, the the Wasp chick and then um you know all of the the people who do the mystic arts with Doctor Strange, um all of the people who do um uh, from Wakanda. You got um of course Spider Man came back. Um, I am Group came back. Our Group came back. Um, everybody, everybody who got snapped came back. Uh, Bucky, okay, Sam, all of them, all of them came back, and it was, it was such an epic moment, it was like, okay, finally, finally, I'm glad, because I did not know how we were going to get through this, okay, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I appreciated the movie overall, it was so dope, um, I'm trying to think of any other moments that I really liked, um, there was a moment where, like, all the female, um, superheroes came together to kind of help Spider-Man, because Spider-Man is a disaster, um, and I was listening to a podcast, and the guys on the podcast were like, oh, that was so pandering to women, and it just wasn't worth it, it wasn't, you know, important, da 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 and it's like, well, I understand what they're saying, but from a, from a female perspective, that was a dope-ass part for me. I love seeing all of them together, personally, um, because I think that they're dope, and they have most of the powers anyway, so there's that, you know, so, um, I enjoyed that part, um, trying to think of what happened at the end, Thanos gets his ass dusted, because Tony, uh, or Iron Man, has to obtain the stones and the gauntlet to do, to snap it, and a friend of mine was talking about this, and she's like, yeah, Doctor Strange told him, you know, that he had to do it when he hit the, you know, hit the, the number one, um, when he held the number one up, you know, with his fingers, and I was like, that's what you got from that? I was like, because I didn't get that from that. I mean, I understood that he said that there was only one chance out of 14 million scenarios where we win, but, I mean, that didn't equate to me to mean that you have to be the one to do it. That just wasn't for me. I I still don't get that part, but whatever. It is what it is. Uh, so, so, yeah, they set up a lot of good stuff. They set up more questions, um, they set up, um, possible future movies and such, um, future cameos of, um, Tony Stark as, like, a, um, a hologram, because that's what he did at his funeral, um, a couple of episodes ago, I named the episode, I Love You Three Stacks, and that's just a play on words for what his daughter told him that he later told his daughter at his funeral, and she was like, I love you 3,000, you know, they were doing like a pound thing, like, I love you, I love you a a ton, or something like that, and when she said, I love you 3,000, uh, it was just awesome, and, um, you can see that as soon as she said, I love you 3,000, it's like that, kids have a way, kids and dogs, they have a way of gut-punching you so hard, just doing one little thing, you know, and, um, that's what it was, it was a gut punch to him, he was like, oh, fuck this kid, I love this fucking kid, uh, you know, um, so, so yeah, no, it was, it was a good movie, I enjoyed it, I will probably watch it multiple times when 
it comes out on Netflix next year sometime. Um, you know, it'll be a good time. Um, and I thank y'all for, for sitting and bearing with me uh, through all of this. This is I, I'm a nerd about this kind of stuff, and I will continue to geek out over it. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a nice little um, closure bucket. Um, I won't say that they answered all the questions, because there's still tons of questions that I have. But, you know, we'll see if, if I can get some of those answered in these future movies in this second or third or fourth phase. I don't know what phase we're in right now, but... This is a new phase of, of um, Avengers that will be coming soon, so um, so be out on be on the lookout with that. I'm actually very excited about the the next Marvel movie that'll be coming out, which is Dark Phoenix. That's the X Men movie. I can't wait for that. I mean, listen, Jean Grey's always been my favorite, so I'm here for all of this. Um, they had to kill Jean in X Men Three, so yeah. Wolverine had to do it too, and there is no Wolverine in this in this story arc, in this line. <laughs> there is no Wolverine, so I don't know who in the hell is gonna kill her. Um, honestly, um, but yeah. So so guys, enjoy that. I hope that you guys enjoy that movie that's coming out. Um, also, there's the John Wick three that came out this weekend. I'll be trying to get to next weekend um, on my long weekend I got coming up. Um, there's the Elton John movie with my boy Eggsy from, um, Kingsman, okay? Um, he's gonna be playing Elton John. I typically wouldn't have gotten excited about this if I didn't see Bohemian Rhapsody and loved it and thought it was the best. So, I'm hoping the same people who did that did this, and, um, I will, I will watch this as soon as it's out on the fire stick. Um, as usual, guys, you can follow me. You guys can follow me on um, Instagram at Mills Speaks. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mills the Virgo. Um, and on Facebook, uh, J Mills Productions. Just type J Mills Productions in, and then that's that's where I'm at there. And I'll work on trying to get the names unified over there because it's a disaster. Um, so yeah, um, follow me there. I am on all major platforms at this point. Um, if I am not on a platform that you frequent or that you know of, let me know. Um, send me a DM any place, and then I will get it there. That way, I am there. Okay? Um, and as, as usual, let's bring up the fucking beat. Let's go. Well, I'm actually, we're not gonna go, because I came back. Um, so... I realized after I was editing and listening that I never did come back to say what happened at the end. So at the end, they sent Captain America to all of the different points where they stole the stones in the past. They sent him back to put them right back in the same exact spot that they were in. And then they, uh, so they send him and then they try to bring him back and he doesn't come back. And then he's sitting off as a very old man who looked like Joe Biden. He did. He did. Um, but he's sitting off as a very old man over there because he chose to live in that world where he, you know, could be with the love of his life. And I thought that was an amazing end for Captain America. All right, now. Got to be.